And welcome back to another edition of Podcast Quincy's City View with Mayor Tom Koch. My name is Mark Carey, his media director, and uh, we are in the mayor's office right now. Mayor Koch, hello. Looking out on this beautiful day to Hancock Adams Common. The leaves at the top of the trees are starting to turn a little bit, Mark. A little later this year, though, right? Uh, I don't know. Um, usually it's uh, sometime in October. Depends on the weather events, of course, of the summer. We had a but, lot of rain. But the, a lot of new growth in those trees because we did have a lot of rain, which was good for the plants for the most part. But I encourage people, probably about two or three weeks out, uh, those trees will be spectacular out here. They turn a scarlet red. They're autumn blaze maple. Well, and these trees are actually, they've grown so strong. The yeah, they've done Hancock well. Adams they've done well. yeah, were, yeah. That's amazing. Well, so speaking of growth, <laughs> as we had discussed before the podcast, we know that we're going to talk a Why'd little bit about- my waist when you said that? <laughs> I did not do okay, that, right. uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. But we did talk about something that, uh, you know, some, sometimes people scour at or, or, you know, we just had this- the. Last year, the census had, had put us over 100,000. We probably have a lot more than 100,000 living in the city, but... Some which, more. I don't know about a lot. Yeah, but that's actually a good thing at the end to, to get the numbers exactly more to where they are and and really to talk about development. Mm-hmm. People usually, that's when they scour. They get nervous development because it's, you know, we're a city, but we're very much a town in the, town in the neighborhoods. We're definitely town a field. city, but it's definitely a town. A city of neighborhoods. And right. let's talk a little bit about that first. And we're going to start with... We're going to start in North Quincy and we'll come down the other end. But basically, okay. your overall philosophy on development, first of all, in a city as the, as the mayor. Well, if, uh, from day one, from the day that I ran for mayor, we talked about development in the right places. A city can't sit still because if, you, if you're sitting still, you're going in one direction or another. And, you, you know, if a stagnant city, you're going in the wrong direction. So I said from day one when I ran in 07, look, we need development. A good, vibrant city needs development. It should be along the tracks. It should be Quincy Center. It should be the shipyard. It should be Crown Colony. Now, there's been projects throughout the city that you've had six or eight or ten units here or there with an oversized lot. I know some people get upset about that, but they are within the zoning. So, we, you know, we're looking at tweaking the zoning once again to make sure we protect the neighborhoods because we don't want to adversely affect the incredible neighborhoods we have across I the know. city. And you could you could name a bunch of them, but without getting into all the neighborhoods, many of them have a, a residential A zoning protection, which protects them from anything, you know, crazy. It's mm. single-family homes, basically. But in places like North Quincy with the Domino's Pizza, as you come over the Neponset River Bridge, you come into Quincy, immediately on the right-hand side, there's the old dog kennel place there, yeah. Domino's Pizza, Burt's Electric, there's an old house that looked like it was built in 1820 that has literally just fallen apart on the crest yeah. of the hill. Mr. Winters lived there. He used to fix roofs, particularly he specialized in slate roofs and stuff. Wow. He's long past. His family family is, was sold the house. So uh, the gentleman that bought uh, bought the house, bought Bertha Electric, bought Domino's Pizza, has proposed and has been approved at the planning board a 15-story residential building. Now people go, oh, geez, 15 stories. Oh, geez. It's not in a neighborhood. Right, not it's a lot. It's right off the yeah. bridge, right at the corner of Newport Avenue and Hancock Street. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's, it's heavily um, traveled and commercial. And the, the point, though, is we will be collecting probably about eight to $900,000 a year in taxes from that building, as opposed to maybe fifteen or 20000 today. Yeah. And the building works from the building's viewpoint because it's, you're going to have views of the Neponset River, views of... Blue Hills, views of the Quincy Bay and Boston Harbor. So it will do well. Mm. And uh, so we're 
that's the kind of development, whether people agree with me or not, I am for. And you can't fight, by the way. You, you, I mean, we, you could spend, you could have all the solicitors spending all day long fighting every single project, which would probably lose 90% of them if they're in somebody's... Yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there's obviously um, a science to all this. There's yeah. certain zoning laws you can apply. Sometimes right. projects that end up in land court, like the Asian market did in North Quincy when Brian McNamee's the what counts that became very controversial... Yep. And, the, and the judge essentially decided because it was it was there was such a difference of opinion about that being located there. Mm. But because that that was an old industrial site, it was never really a retail site. Became a retail site. Now there's you go down there Saturday mornings. That corridor is very difficult. You know it because you live yeah. near there as I do. Yeah. So, but you know that 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 stuff happens when there's disagreement. The playing board approved this. It wasn't unanimous, but it was uh, I think it was four to one. I publicly supported it. There wasn't one neighbor that opposed it. There wasn't one counselor that opposed it It because it makes sense. Right. It makes sense. So it provides jobs. We're, we're providing residential units yeah. in the Boston market. And I, I've talked about this before, and I get criticized. Somebody says, well, who cares about Boston? I said, I'm not talking about Boston proper. I'm talking about the Boston market. We're in what's called the ring of value in around 128. And Boston is the economic engine for this region. It is. It just is. Yeah, so course. we're part of this region, and we're part of – both the problems and the solutions going yeah. forward. And we have a major housing shortage in this region. Right. So we need to build more buildings. Because I've also heard from people, I remember this woman coming out to me, I'm building too much, it's overbuilding, <laughs> you know. And yet, you know, and we're pricing people out of their homes. How are my kids and grandkids going to buy a home? I says, well, wait a minute, wait a minute now. You, you, you're not being consistent here. By the way, if, you're the if, problem for the last if, hurricane we had, too. Well, it, and look, it is what it is. But <laughs> my point is, you know, if you're looking for housing for your kids and grandkids, that means we need to build more housing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and to stabilize, forget about affordable housing for a second. If there's a shortage in units, prices go up. So if there's more markets in the, unit, in, in the marketplace, more units, physical units, that helps to stabilize the mm -hmm. price, which helps the kids, young people who are, who are looking for an apartment. So the reality is we need more housing units in the Boston region. Whether people like it or not, we're part of the Boston region. Yeah. So we're doing our part. But these housing units also pay pretty amazing taxes. Mm. That's that one that'll be in the ground probably next year. You know. And we border the largest city in Massachusetts, in New England, actually. We border the largest city in all of New England. So, of course, that's going to spread out. For years, it hasn't. Well, we have the redlining. Right. And once we had the redline extension, that was the whole idea, economic value to Quincy. And, and it has. I mean, State Street South was built because the red line was coming. I know, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. How many people from Quincy work at State Street, all worked at State Street? Yeah. Never mind the amount of taxes that has paid on what was an old marsh that probably wouldn't be filled in today, but at right. the time was filled in to, to build that. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm a believer in, in the right places, the right development makes perfect sense. I don't agree with everything that comes before the planning board. That's why we have a planning board. That's why we have a planning department. And people weigh in with their opinions, and they try to do the best job they can. And speaking of which, I mean, we just talked about the MBTA, and we have a huge project in their property right now with the new – why don't you talk a little bit about that, talk about how that went, and the neighbors showed up in support of this, right? The This is the North Quincy T station. So Bazudo partnered with Atlantic Development, and they came up with a proposal a number of years ago to build new units. Again, back to that unit of housing, right on the T. So – a lot of people that take the tea every day would love to live in one of these apartments. And it also has retail space. So it checks a number of boxes. Again, we're dealing with the housing crisis. We're adding a target. Uh, we haven't had any new re retail in the city in a long time. Uh, now, maybe not even likes target, but it's, it's a good retail user. So that's on the site. 
We're taking a site that was seven and a half acres of asphalt. That's what it was. We, we didn't knock any nice homes down. We didn't, it was seven and a half acres of asphalt. That's yeah. what we're looking at. Yeah. So we're putting this land to use. We live in, a, again, in a very sought-after community to live in. These values are very strong here. So people want to live here. It went forward. Now, a couple of things that people should remember. If you, if you ride the MBTA, the MBTA has had challenges with revenue over the years. This is a land lease from the MBTA now that this developer pays the T, which gives them money to come in to help pay their operating costs, mm-hmm. right? So that's a good thing. Number two is it pays property taxes to the city of Quincy. We weren't getting $1 out of that site. Yeah. No, $1. Because it was a parking lot owned and operated by the MBTA. Yeah. So now we receive significant property tax dollars. In addition, those people that live there that have a car, we're receiving money through their payment on their excise taxes. Mm-hmm. Those are all good things. Yeah. In addition, we have a target that has a food operation. We'll be sharing in the meals tax from the food operation. So this is a tremendous program overall because it it's transportation-oriented development, which is basically putting it near a T-station because those people that don't want a car, or if they have a car don't want to be using it too often, they can jump right on the red line, get to work, come home, and here they are. Uh, the other thing that helps is places like the North Quincy Business District up mm. the Downs. Yeah, those those businesses, whether it's Burke Seafood, Balducci's, um, yeah, uh, Benny, uh, any yeah. of those outfits, Beca- Beca- you know, Cafe, so yeah. th- all of those things. Shabu, yeah, really. it, it helps. So um, I think it's a tremendous project. There's always the issue of okay, what was the mitigation? How does it how does it meet with us and traffic? What are the demands on the infrastructure and all? And I think we've worked all that stuff pretty well. We did that intersection all over prior to it being yeah. developed. Uh, so it went from an F intersection to a C inter, uh, intersection. It'll never be an A. I can tell you that <laughs> because it just there's so much flow in that area, you know. So, so, so it's a good program. In fact, Bazudo, when they started leasing, Bazudo, by the way, is is a big, big company. They're they're in the mostly the northeast, but down the east coast, they manage thousands of units of apartments. Mm-hmm. They said this broke all their records and how quickly they were leasing out the units. They usually try to lease out thirty a month. I think they leased out 172 units in six weeks. That's amazing. Which is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Which is the first phase. The next phase is around the construction. Mm. And by the way, there's a garage in the core of it. So people that, um, you know, that want to park there to take the T, they'll be able to do that. People that live there that want to have a car, they'll be able to park in that garage. They'll have amenities uh, on site for those apartments. Uh, it, it's a little more than half done. But as you as you go towards the north, or if you come in from the Ponce Bridge, that la- that first parcel from the bridge is the last parcel being developed. But now you're seeing seeing some activity on that as well. And there's over a thousand spaces, I think, in that in that parking. I forget what the right? number is, but yeah. it's in it's in that range. We yeah. more than uh, I think we more than doubled what was there for spaces. But it's right. it's it's handling what the need was uh, for the T station, but also will handle the apartments. Now people have asked me, okay, how do you get into the target? Well, there'll be a main entrance. There's two entrances, actually, there will be. But across from Hunt Street, it's going to be the main entrance into the complex, the garage. But next to McDonald's, between the Fios McDonald's, is a new light with a driveway. You go in there, there's 200 parking spaces at ground level just for the target. You don't have to go up into the garage. The space is right at that ground level that will serve that. The target's going to have a Starbucks in it, a CVS in it. Um, and again, they're going to have prepared food, fresh food, as well as with the normal target. And I think I was in target once at the mall, but it's... 
It's a smaller than the mall, but they'll have it's everything 40, but furniture and desks yeah. at this place. That's great. Everybody else has. Well, that's so. great. Everybody loves a Target. So <laughs> I guess say. Target is what Target, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a good project overall. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, even even speaking of traffic, I remember you said this to me once. You know, but back twenty five years ago, you know, most homes had two cars, one or two cars in it. Now they have four and five cars in it, right? I mean, that's the way. It's the way it's gone. Americans fell in love with their cars a long time ago. Though we're looking at trends that the newer generation yep. is not so much into that. But keep in mind, even if you don't have a car on the road, there's Ubers all over the place. Yeah, a so million. Ubers, is, is, they, and they stop anywhere they yeah, want right. to drop somebody off. Double and pick parking, somebody up. Yeah, yeah. you got on the road now, Amazon and FedEx and UPS are delivering homes now that never happened before. So you get yeah. a lot more traffic out there that just by the way we live now, you know, yeah. it, it happens. It happens. I think there were a million Uber pickups in Quincy. Was it last year? People wouldn't believe that, but it's 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 amazing. It's insane. Amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. My daughter always took an Uber when she went out with her friends, and when she goes into Boston or something, they always take an Uber back. Costs a lot more money coming Somebody back. Somebody said but. to me recently, is Uber that good? Because the kids now know they're taking the Uber, therefore they can drink more. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. Who knows? But let's not get on that road. Let's not. <laughs> let's talk not more about, you know, one of the big hot-button issues, of course, last year and still to this day. But uh, I'll decide if it's a hot-button issue. All right. Well, all I have to say is one word. Hospital. Hospital Hill. In the hospital. Let's talk a little bit about that development project. And yeah, it's, where it it's seems to be the, uh, the, same, the same people write the same letters every couple of months to the Quincy Sun or to the Ledger on social media that we need the hospital back. The city never should have closed the hospital. The city didn't close the hospital. <laughs> and the reality is if, yeah. if the market demanded it, there'd be a hospital there. Yeah. But years ago, it was a city hospital. Back in the 90s, it was spun off to a nonprofit because it was losing millions of dollars every year that the taxpayers of Quincy were funding. And they couldn't do it anymore. Just couldn't do it. So... A nonprofit was created, it was spun off into that, some adjustments were made, and then they went bankrupt. And then mm. Stewart came in, a for-profit operation that owns a number of hospitals and medical entities, and, and they couldn't do it, and they closed the doors. So to think that we're going to have a hospital back here is, is not really logical mm. or sound thinking. It really isn't. Do I wish we had one? Of course I do. Yes. Uh, but the reality is, if you look at what what happened to that hospital, why did it close? And I'm tired of talking about it because it's been closed a long time. <laughs> you just have but I just like to though. remind some of the folks out that maybe that don't pay attention to it that you know the market conditions were there that it, it couldn't sustain itself. We're too close to Boston, yeah. so, so people that were having surgeries or anything major, they were going in town to the best hospitals in the world. You're not going to compete with that. Mm. So what did you have at Quincy? You had people coming there in time of need. And look, the emergency room was very important. Right. A lot of people got stabilized there and then went shipped in town. Or if it was less, you know, emergency that, you know, was a pneumonia or, or a fall, trip and fall, then, then they'd get a room in the hospital. But the hospital was dealing with 75% Medicare, Medicaid. Now, mm. without getting too complicated, the government pays like 63 cents on the dollar reimbursement in those programs. So 75% of the patient care was Medicare, Medicaid. They didn't have the margins. If you go to South Shore, for example, I bet 80% is private insurance. The remaining 20 is a mixture of Medicare, Medicaid. Mm. They can make it work with the margins. But when you have that much being dependent on the government funding, it doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't. And it proved that. I mean, so... 
Unless the taxpayers of Quincy wanted to spend $20 million a year helping to offset the operation of a hospital, it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to happen. Now, we we've talked South about Shore, too, and Milton, besides Boston. Forget well, about that. We're surrounded you've by You've got hospitals. that, and you've got the new urgent care. BI Milton, for example, has an urgent care on the New yeah. Hannon Parkway. It's, eight t- it's open 18 hours mm-hmm. a day. I'm told it's they do they robust the business. A lot of stuff that can go to urgent care that you don't need to go yeah. to an emergency room for anyway. Right. But would I still like to have an emergency room in Quincy? Absolutely. And we haven't given up on that. But I can tell you, there's no clear thinking person that thinks we're going to have a beautiful new hospital here. Well, and there wasn't enough there, room up there it, anyway, right? That's right. There wasn't but enough if, room. If there's if there's it's medical services right. that are sponsored by hospitals that will be part of things going forward. Yes, yes, um, I think you'll see more of that. No question about it. But a full-fledged, you know, 200-bed hospital, it's, it's just not going to happen here. Right. And we'll talk about the the other stuff going for Quincy Center in just a minute. But just to close on this issue, uh, there's a beautiful site that's going out there right now. And if it was to expand, which typically if they were going to stay or even think of staying, they would have had to expand a lot more. And by the way... The traffic up there, if they did have to, if they did have the room, well, to expand, it would have Mark, been ridiculous. Everyone's claiming, you know, overdevelopment. And when this is developed, even after the place is full, more yeah. than 400 apartments, yeah. there'll be less traffic on Whitwell Street than it was when the hospital was in full bore. Yeah. I was chief of staff for Jim Sheets in the 90s. I got calls every day from the neighbors that the smoke billowing from the chimney in the boiler room there was spewing awful stuff, and it probably was. Yeah. People are parking on their streets, the side streets blocking their driveways, and it was happening, mm-hmm. so enforcement was difficult. The sirens going up and down Whitwell Street all hours of the day was interfering with people's sleep and rest. Yeah. So, you know, and when years ago when the hospital tried to expand to build a garage, the neighborhood would come out against the garage. So those people that, that pine for the hospital back, some of them are the same ones squawking about the hospital years ago. So yeah. it is being built out. I think this could be first-class, beautiful new apartment living uh, not too far out of the mix for people for the highway access and the whole bit that will help feed the downtown. Those people will come to the downtown and eat in restaurants and and get services where they get on the bottom of the hill and get a pizza from Nick's or get their dry cleaning down around the corner where they come to Alba yeah. or Sixteen C, whatever it and it all feeds spot. in it. And we're yeah. again we're providing housing which we're short of right yeah. now in the marketplace. I, it's funny in a candidate sent a couple of years ago somebody up there the Hospital Hill Association asked me some questions about that development and. And it reminded them that, you know, one about what I just said about the hospital wasn't that great a neighbor. Uh, there were some newcomers up there that probably hadn't experienced that. Mm-hmm. I said, number two is, look, everybody in Squanum, everybody in Squanum opposed Marina Bay. Now half of Squanum <laughs> lives at Marina Bay. So I, I think at the end of the day when this is finished, yeah. it's going to be a beautiful use for that site. And it will only increase home values around it. It really will. Well, and it's funny. And that just reminds me of something we just talked about the other day. And everybody was against, or a lot of people were against the Hancock Adams Common. They couldn't understand it. They couldn't see it. Now it's probably one of the, it is the gem of the city. It is a beautiful spot. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of people had trouble trying to envision that. A lot of people had trouble figuring how the heck's the traffic going to work, taking those lanes out. The governor helped us get that started. We had state money. We had federal money. And we had hotel tax money to make that thing work. Mm. And, you know, once it was built and people started using it, it's, people love it. They love it. Yeah. I remember a guy saying to me, ah, you know, it's going to be nothing but the homeless <laughs> swimming in the fountain. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and it's not. It's a beautiful location. People <laughs> out there every day and in the evening, they're up there with the kids. And, and coming up on uh, your favorite season, it's, good. it's incredible at Christmas time, too, and all around. It is. It's, yeah, it's really a highlight, uh, yeah. no question. They come from all over to see it. They really and, do. Uh, everyone uses the pictures for their Christmas cards. And, now, we all know what's happening in Quincy Center, so we won't talk about what's already been done there, but it's, 
there's a lot that's been done to make. Yeah, it, we can get into it later. There's, there's a lot more coming, as we've talked about. Yep. Uh, we've got some new buildings coming, commercial, residential, restaurants, hopefully performing arts center, a more uh, another parking garage to help uh, feed the area. Hopefully, a hospital entity, some lunch science and biotech. Yeah, there's a the lot beauty. more coming. Now that we've built out the General Park side, Dunford Drive, McConville Way, if you really walk around, folks, you take a walk, you're going to see, oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's another lot. So that eventually will all be built out, again, providing new jobs, good jobs, and good wages, not only for the construction, but the businesses that go in there provide beautiful jobs. And literally um, keeping it on the spine of the tracks. Absolutely. Right there. Absolutely. So and it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a beautiful space. It already is. I mean, I took a walk down there last night, and that water element, by the way, that fountain, by the General's uh, Park yeah, is beautiful. absolutely stunning. Beautiful. They see it, okay, okay, they're starting to understand that this could be a beautiful space, and that's really what the development's and, all and about. And look, the, the reality is, I, I know I hear from people, the traffic, the traffic. I don't care you to go to Braintree, go over to Milton, go down the South Shore, go try 53, try 18. I was in Adelbar last week, <laughs> uh, Mark, heading down there, and there's yeah. traffic everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. It's all around us. I know. Well, I think we've... Uh, Waxed enough on uh, on on development. It's all good stuff coming up, especially when it comes to the Sam Slater project, which you, we talked about. The Joey Curry, Joey Curry, yeah. From coming weeks, we'll we'll get more updates. We'll talk about those as as uh, as things progress. But that's a good sort of chunk of uh, information that people can sort of take with them and and uh, hopefully understand a little bit more. Sounds good. That's good. We're done. Thanks, Mark. We're done. We're done. All right, we're done. All right. Bye bye. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye-bye.